0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Stephen Calker, Liverpool legend by Gotham Rao. On a recent episode of the In Focus podcast on Anfield Index, host John Buscal and guest Harinder Singh discussed and debated the concept of a Liverpool legend, what it took to be a legend, which players deserved the honour, and why some fell just short. It was difficult not to listen and be persuaded by the rational and systematic way that both Singh and Buscal approached the question. Now for something completely different. At present, for fans of Liverpool Football Club, Stephen Coker is a few things, he's a bit of trivia. Who was Klopp's first transfer signing, one imagines Neil Atkinson asking someday on the Anfield Rap annual quiz. He's also a bit of a punchline, given that he was signed to play as a defender in a six-month loan deal, but featured instead as a striker. Cocker himself laughed at his unexpected role. When the manager told me I was going up front, Cocker told the Express shortly after his transfer to Liverpool from QPR, I was laughing because I thought he was joking with me. But there were no laughs. Just a few days before Klopp discussed the Calker move with the utmost seriousness, Martin Skirtle was ruled out for a few weeks, Dejan Lovren had a nagging little muscle injury, he explained to James Carroll on the club's official website, neither Mamadou Sacco nor Colo Toure were ready to play several consecutive games. So Calker was the best solution for us. Sure, Klopp admitted, Calker had barely featured for Southampton where he was on loan from QPR, but he was a good header who could complement Liverpool's high line by guarding the last line. It was there, in Klopp's direly modest assessment of his only immediate signing of 2016 January transfer window that Jurgen Klopp established Stephen Coker as a Liverpool legend. Coker's importance to Klopp's story in his first few months at Anfield, to say nothing of a club then still in contention for European football, the FA Cup and the League Cup, has sadly little to do with Coker himself. Indeed, after the occasional defender comes strikers. three appearances for Liverpool, Klopp had all but forgotten about Cocker by late April. Rather, Cocker was important because he was an early and powerful statement by Klopp about how his team would conduct itself in the transfer window. As subsequent transfer proceedings suggest, Klopp knew then that the side he'd inherited from Brandon Rodgers was quite away from the finished article. But in the moment, he believed strongly in his players and perhaps more importantly, in his coaching staff's ability to get the best from those players. I really wait for the day when finally the transfer window closes because I can't believe how obsessed you all are with this, Klopp chided the media in this past August. You don't believe for a second in things like improvement on the training pitch. So then the fan base, clamouring as it was for the likes of the mercenary Alex Teixeira, would have to settle for a cut-rate championship defender. The acquisition of Stephen Calker was an object lesson in Jürgen Klopp's transfer policy, wherein more is not necessarily better. There are some important caveats, of course. Klopp makes much sense in noting how the mid-season transfer window inflates values and prices. So bringing in the likes of Corker on loan to Anfield does not reflect a total repudiation of transfers, and Klopp's history as manager of Borussia Dortmund reveals that he has not hesitated to make frequent use of the transfer market. Bob Pierce's outstanding piece in the Tompkins Times, Klopp, Reversing the Laws of Gravity, tells the story of how nine of Klopp's starting eleven for the 2013 Champions League final were acquired from elsewhere. But none were sure things when Klopp bought them. As Pierce concludes, A. He developed his own big names. B. He bought young. And C. He bought cheap. And D. He promoted from within. Shinji Kagawa, whose brilliance was sadly obscured during his short stay at Old Trafford, was a fine example of points B and C. Robert Lewandowski, whose radiance has only grown since arriving at Bayern Munich, is another. Yet neither of these players cost Dortmund much in the way of transfer fees. To this point, compare Dortmund's average fee per transfer in the summer of 2015, 7.5 million euros, with Liverpool's average in that same summer, 12.7 million, for a crop that included Ricky Lambert and Mario Balotelli. But did Klopp spend less at Dortmund because he had less? Now comparatively flush with FSG's backing and skyrocketing Premier League television contract revenue, Why wouldn't Klopp throw big money at big, established, world-class talent? Here again, the symbol of Cocker can be useful. Klopp could have splashed the cash on a major target like Tashira, but he chose not to. It's simply not his way. The Klopp approach, explained former Leverkusen man Torben Hoffman to Sky Sports' Adam Bate on the eve of this past spring's Europa League showdown between Liverpool and Dortmund, is savvy recruitment, quality youth development and expert coaching. The relatively big-money summer transfers that came to Anfield in 2016 confirmed Pierce's and Hoffman's theories. Opposition fans chuckled at the acquisition of Sadio Mane because he had only a few good games for Southampton before assuming the mantle of anonymity. The same accusation was thrown at Jorginho Wijnaldum because he had not scored a goal away from St. James's Park. He ghosted through games at Newcastle when they needed him most. The Daily Mail delighted in announcing in a comically negative assessment of the player. A few months later, most pundits and fans cannot imagine a starting eleven without either player, and the prospect of Mane's departure for the African Cup of Nations looms large over the next month of fixtures. Even when Klopp dips into the transfer of kitty, he will not pursue players already established in the upper echelon of the game. The Klopp way is to find a player with proven ability and make him world class. Add Mane and one alum, and let's not forget the transfer of Adam Lalana to a list that already contains names like Rice, Hummels, P.shek. So as the transfer madness again takes hold of the football world, Liverpool fans would be wise then to build their own mental statue of Stephen Cocker with the standard chartered name and the liver bird across his chest, rising alongside Christian Bateke for a header in a last ditch attempt on goal. With every clickbait link on Twitter reporting an imminent bid from Liverpool to compete with the likes of Chelsea, PSG, Manchester City and other profligate spenders, give yourself a mental health break. And remember Stephen Cocker, Liverpool legend. Really interesting point raised there by Goldham about the attitude that we seem to be seeing um, our manager uh, take towards transfers. We don't really have a massive sample size to work with. So we do have, like Golden did, to refer back to his time at Dortmund. And that would indicate that, you know, this this uh, policy of, 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 of maybe not signing really big name established stars is just that. It is a policy. And um, it, are we to think that just because there may be a few more shekels knocking around here at the moment that that will change? That doesn't seem to be the way of the man so sadly it probably means, as Gotham suggested, an awful lot of us will have to um, pocket... Uh, the uh, frenzy uh, for the time being that tends to accompany this time of the year and just uh, wait and see what happens, what pans out and who comes along. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on anfieldindex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android and you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on anfieldindex.com.